You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. We know nothing. 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 So give us a call. We'll give it our all. Because if there's one thing we know, it's how to pick up the phone. We know nothing, but we'll try. Hi, and welcome to We Know Nothing. I'm Anya Marina. To my left, the gorgeous hair suit and life. Phil Hanley. Was that Latin? What did you no, say? No, that was English. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> not for dyslexics. Uh, yeah. Wow, mean spirited, right <laughs> at the top. Sam Morrell. I have a learning disability, Bonnie. Sam- he gets gorgeous oh. in her suit, and I get, yeah. and I oh, get sorry. which is my name. Yeah. What the fuck is this? I'm also yeah. going to say her suit for you because you've you. got a little five o'clock shadow going. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. a little taller than Phil, I'm going to guess. I don't think he is tall. I think I am. I think really? you're taking a fight, too. No. <laughs> and I'm going to say whiskey voiced or bourbon voiced. Bourbon Sam smelling. Coffee Morrell. smelling. Coffee voice. And Puma panted. Yeah. The silver, silver pants. I'm trying to run after this. I'm trying to improve my life. Okay. And the, Adidas and the highly intelligent, hysterical, and um, groundbreaking Bonnie oh. McFarlane right yeah. here. Let's all give Thanks her. Thanks for coming, Bonnie. Thanks, Thanks guys. For Thanks I forgot for, one thing, but that's fine. What was, was it? Oh, gorgeous? <laughs> gorgeous? What did I yeah. forget? Yeah. Um, mother, wife. That's fine. Also, pick, pick her up of a uh, filmmaker. Comedian. Pick her up no, of uh, Phil Hanley's Dead Weight. How much do we hate Film. comedian? Yeah, just, You're making I fun of it. a handicapped person. I know. Learning disability. <laughs> no, Bonnie, thank you for joining us. Thank um, you for having me. I know you because, first of all, uh, my roommate and beloved friend, Nikki Glazer. Never told, heard of her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> had me watch you and your husband, Rich Voss, at uh, the stand one night. And uh, she was like, these guys are the fucking, this is like hashtag relationship goals all the way. This is my favorite couple and my favorite like Oh, comedian. that I feel so bad for her. <laughs> I really do if that's like her relationship goals. Oh, but I Nikki. watched you guys and I remember I was like, do you remember that show, The Bickersons, like way... I don't, but I've heard other people talk about it in relation My to My dad, who's in his 70s, gave me this cassette tape, this like couple of cassette tapes when I was 10. And he was like, you love I Love Lucy so much, you should listen to the, these tapes. And it was like these old radio shows of this husband and wife bickering. And I remember when you and Rich were just sitting back upstairs at the stand just talking. Yes. I had my mouth agape and I was like, these guys are so fucking funny to each and they rip each other and they love each other so much. That's Well, what that part me. is we put that on a little bit for the folks at home. Yeah, yeah. If you could in tell our me. real lives, we don't love each other that much. <laughs> <laughs> the bickering is real. The love, not so much. No, but people do say that all the time. They say, "Oh, but you're, you're the love shines through. We really know you love each other." And I think it's just the it's they're confusing familiarity <laughs> with love. Well, I'm we do know each other very well. I'm so fascinated by relationships that work and also just by people that can be in one because I'm not mm-hmm. and um, especially creative people that are both doing the same thing and you guys have that and of course I've seen your movie Women Aren't Funny mm-hmm. and I saw it again yesterday oh god and um, take it easy well you, the, there's so much in there that's you guys kind of like fucking with each other and that that's what makes it so funny I was have you guys seen this film yeah Sam? of course yeah. of course yeah I support my friends what did you think uh, I enjoyed it immensely. I thought it was great. Yeah. What's he going to say? You really put him on the spot. <laughs> well, Sam will tell us what yeah. he really no, thinks. No, I like that. You'll have to I read my like... blog from three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Bunny, is it, would you say it's a huge advantage that you're both 
do comedy? Well, I, you know, I've always pretty much dated comedians. I dated a fat guy once, but that was around 9-11. <laughs> we were all doing crazy <laughs> shit back then. Um, but otherwise, it's just sort of been predominantly comedians because I just, I love comedy. I love yeah. talking about it. I don't, I'm, I guess it's selfish, but I don't want to talk about somebody else's profession yeah. for half the time. You know, I just yeah. want to like talk about comedy and yeah. Yes. Not have to worry about offending someone. That's one great thing about Rich is that I never have to worry about offending him. Even if I say something really mean to him, it never offends him. I think it would be fun. I've never dated a comic. My girlfriend now has a good sense of humor, so I have a bit of shed a bit of a light into what it would be like dating a comic. And it would be fun. I just have never done it. Have you dated a comic, Sammy? No, never. See, this is when I, I just... I have so many feelings on this. Because you guys have always said that you wouldn't date somebody in your field because you don't want to maybe compete with them or yeah, I mean, those, you break those rules if, if yeah. something good comes along you break it them, wouldn't you know? be compete I just my only thing like if Jessica Kirsten was available you <laughs> would go for it you know what right? the problem with Phil dating a comic is that they're going out for the same roles you know what I mean both the little lady parts oh, no. oh my goodness <laughs> I what is so I didn't weird. know I this know. was your yeah. character no my character to make fun of no my character is it's only being him. nice to my friends and then in return I, I always know. thought it was that you think you're better than everyone else. No, yeah, that's no, it. I know. Everyone else, Still, no, everyone else also, thinks I'm better. That's, that's everyone not else an thinks I'm better than that's, them. Intelligent, like yeah. maybe you went to a very, like did you go to McGill or something? Both of you guys are ed. Canadian, I was Bonnie in, and I Phil. was in special yeah. ed. Uh, no, I, did, I didn't go to university. Did you go to school in Canada, university? I went to college a little bit. Where? Uh, Nate. Oh, where's that? Uh, Northern Alberta Institute of Technology. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then did you, what was it like leaving Canada for you coming to the States to do comedy? Um, it was, you know, I don't know. I, I guess it was all right. I, I felt like when I got to New York, it was very overwhelming to mm -hmm. me. And people didn't seem to care, like, at all <laughs> that, um, you know, I remember one time doing a, a set at, um, at uh, the Boston Comedy Club. You guys are probably too young to know, but it was uh, um, in the village and it was a tough club and these two guys went on right before, well, Todd Todd Berry went on, which gave me uh, some hope because he's so low energy and he did well. I was like, oh, <laughs> I might survive this, but that's just like, he's just giving me false hope because he's just really good. And yeah. then um, uh, Judy Gold went on, killed it, and then, these two guys uh, went on, uh, I can't remember their names right now, Red Johnny and the Round Guy. And they had a light show and they did a little bit of rap. Wow. And it was like the, the audience was Whoa, coming rap. out of their seats. Like it was crazy. And I said to the MC, I go, you gotta do like, <laughs> you gotta do some time in between. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die up there. I was really scared. And uh, um, he was like, yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. And so he we went on stage and he goes, uh, hey, so, um, I was at the gym and I said to this guy in the change room and that's as far as he got in the joke and somebody yelled out fag and he was like your next act wow. <laughs> I love the idea and of just pulling it just turning the car around <laughs> he just, right? he yeah. just he yeah. didn't even try yeah. I nope. nope your next act well, so I went on and it was they started booing me on my way to the stage what? I don't know what? if they knew like they could see they could smell the fear from that far away or whatever but it oh. was once it, they smell the fear there's no oh, coming back it was, yeah. and then I was like being that cool like whatever guys do whatever you want i'm getting paid no matter what you do like i <laughs> then you get off and you're like 
you're like, we're not getting paid. I, yeah, I was just like being like ultra cool about it. You think that hurts? It doesn't. And then I went around um, outside and around to the alley and was crying back there in this comedian. And I like to think it's Rich Voss in my mind, but I really don't know who the guy was. I don't remember. Um, and he was like, hey, you know, what's going on or whatever? You okay? And I was like, you know, it's just it's so hard and... <laughs> You know, he goes, well, where are you from? I go, I'm from Canada. And he goes, oh, it's just, it takes a really long time to get your New York legs. You know, it took me a long time. And I was like, oh, yeah, where are you from? He goes, Jersey. like, <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's the same? <laughs> it's not. But it wasn't rich. But I don't, I mean, I've brought it up to him That'd before because be so he was from Jersey, but I don't think it was Judy him. Gold is so funny. She, I saw her do something uh, the other night where she was talking to someone in the crowd and they were like a young couple and she just she just puts her arm up and just starts jiggling her arm oh my god and she's like this is what you have to look forward to (laughs) (laughs) i was dying how did you meet okay so first you 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 won this thing in canada you won um, a contest funniest comic in canada that's huge came to the states and then um I don't know. Appeared on a bunch of TV shows. Did a lot of stuff. I got a lot of stuff right away. I watched a lot of your early comedy. On, oh, God. And you I remember, her, I remember exactly, your one night stand. I remember I mean, like yeah. you and Kevin Brennan. I remember a lot of like the early. Oh, I would love to see that. Yeah, it's really funny. But yeah. you're a plum. Like your confidence is the same. It's not like you've. It, it's true what they say about naturals. Like you either have it or you don't. And when you watch even your old stuff, obviously you've gotten better and better. But like it's still there. Like the grain of it is very much exactly intact. Like you're just as confident and you're like, you just kind of own it. Up oh, there. you're so sweet. Because I was thinking about that with Gary Gallman. Because I remember the first time I saw Gary Gallman. And I was telling him this the other night that he's exactly the same to me. Like I remember him being that funny. Like, obviously, he's gotten better, but he was exactly Gary Gullman the first time that I saw him, you know, whatever, 15 years ago or 18 years ago than he is now. Yeah, I was trying to picture, like, was Bonnie like this when she was, like, 12? Like, hey, Mom. Like, <laughs> hey, listen. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like that Gary, kind of Gary has, like, yeah, he vibe. has that, like, unique Gary-ness about him. Like, he did a line the other night that was, like, this is so Gary. Is Where he was talking about ne'er-do-wells, and he said, how mm-hmm. often do they do well? Nair. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a Gary yes, line. Yes, you know? this is so he's funny. So yeah, he's got he's had his voice for so long. But there's certain yeah. comics that have like Todd uh Barry obviously started right. as Todd Barry. Right. Like there was no yeah. like growing yeah. into that yeah, yeah, character. Yeah. Not, I don't know. Todd I looked at gonna, old uh, Todd Barry stuff and he didn't have that whisper. That he no, didn't. Yeah, but Todd is not going to like adapt to a black room or something. You know, it's like he's oh, Todd. Oh, right, He's right, going right. to be Todd. Yeah, he was Todd, I guess. But I feel like a little more of this started yeah. to happen he's later. Like he was a little kind of here earlier when he had like, I don't know, I watched some clip ages ago. But he was still the same. He like had the same outfit. <laughs> little button He still down, had the belly. same style of delivery. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that first time that I saw him at that Boston Comedy Club. I I think he's falling. Uh, I still remember that one joke or whatever. He's like, I. No one can smoke in my apartment. Correction. No men can smoke in my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So, um, what. I I don't know what to talk about first. Like, I want to talk about the movie and what inspired you to make it. 
like were there like being booed that one time at Boston Comedy Club was that where well the, no because I never, idea you know started? I honestly never and I don't know I would love to know you guys if you think about that you're a man on stage uh, but I never think about like gender I never did when I started I didn't I, it wasn't such a big deal as it is now when I started like I never felt like I wasn't getting somewhere because I was a girl right. I got in at the clubs. I hung out with the dudes. I There wasn't that many women doing comedy, but it wasn't like... I didn't hear that much. Like, women aren't funny or... Do you feel like bookers... It was more like do women don't now? feel like doing this. That was sort of more the sentiment. What's that? Do you, do you feel like bookers are like, we're going to put one girl on this show? So it's like a, almost like someone they look at it like, this is the girl spot ever? I no? think they do. I mean, I, they still do that. And I, But I think back when I started, when I was first coming up in New York, that... Um, there wasn't that many women to put on, so. I'm, something that stuck out to me about your movie is when you're talking, I think it was Rosie O'Donnell or something, and she said, like, uh, the booker said, I don't really think women are funny, so if you don't do well, I'm We're just not, not going to yes, book. I mean, that's yes. insane to, like, put that kind of pressure on someone, well, your she, entire gender. I think, too, when when I was coming up in New York, I wasn't a headliner, so it was a different thing, too. Like, I wasn't going out trying to forge ahead for women. I was just trying to get gigs like everybody else and I was getting a lot of stuff too I got a lot of like the minute that I started in, in Canada guys started taking me on the road with them you know because I have no nose hairs <laughs> <laughs> and um <laughs> that's the that's to me that's what seems like that would be the most and I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast I know we've had this I've had this conversation before but when I think of the people that I that I'd have to open for when I started, like I don't know if the states is the same as Canada, but it's like, okay, you have to drive through the yes. Rockies with this person, and I can't imagine, like even as a guy, and you know they would be older or whatever, it would be like, oh wow, but I can't imagine as a woman driving from Vancouver to Kelowna through the Rockies with like some middle aged dude that was. I know because they always want to teach you too. They They're want, like dying to tell you everything they and that's know. That's probably the most pleasant thing they want to do to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't like. I wasn't. Uh, they, they weren't. I wasn't on the road with too many rapey dudes. Oh, okay. Uh, I just think but, like, uh, just a couple, <laughs> a few, of course. I just think some of the and, and I toured with really cool guys and great guys too. But there were some people where I was like. If like as a young woman, I don't know if I would want to be in a hatchback with this dude for like. Well, 10 it hours. was weird. I remember one time like reading the paper, and the guy was like, "Can you read me out of the paper?" And I was like, uh, no. "I really, I it seems weird." So I'd sometimes read, and he's like, "You're being so rude. You're just reading the paper to yourself." Wow, like, what? Can you give me a cup of coffee with a little yeah. cream and sugar? <laughs> I was like, "I mean, what is this nine to five? Yeah, I didn't know I was supposed to read you. <laughs> What's your horoscope? So was um, there like a turning point moment?" where you're like I'm gonna make a fucking movie about well, this well what happened well th I moved to LA and I was writing a lot in LA and making little short films and doing stuff like that and then I met Rich and he ruined my life and uh, <laughs> <laughs> no but then I did move to the middle of New Jersey and uh he put his seed in me. Oh God! Um, so I, I, when I first, Sorry, I just pictured it. <laughs> you just pictured it. Oh. Yeah, take the night. That. Take us to that. It's night, always that from moment. behind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how he finishes. Okay, so no, uh, so we had we. I got pregnant, and then it, I took. I could take Raina, my my daughter, on the road with me because it's like carrying around a potato. It's like in the beginning, it's really easy. Right. And then at some point, you have to pay for another flight, a, another seat and stuff. So then it became a point where 
I really had to figure out what I was going to do. And so one night in a hotel room, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I just, it was like exhausting me. And um, so I said to Rich, hey, can I, let's make a movie. I want to make a movie. And I told him the idea for the movie. And to Rich's credit, he immediately was like, yes, let's do it. And two days later, he had like rounded up a crew. Wow. <laughs> like he. And you had the concept already. Women aren't funny. Yeah. So then I wrote up a little treatment. And the, the biggest thing with Rich was like, how am I going to be in it? Like, it's about women in comedy. Like, <laughs> how, how am I going to be in it? And I said, you'll just be you. Don't worry about it. And then I would tell him ideas, like the stuff in the field. And he'd be like, that's so, so stupid. So Don't funny. do it. And I said, that's just, you just have to do that. <laughs> yeah. Just do that. That's fine. Oh, good. So he just was here like you so know like when sarah silverman's doing that super profound monologue and then rich fucks it up by walking <laughs> in that shot that's not, that was the best that's that was real yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. she's yeah. like you're illest you're you're fucking the, up with the shot and she had just been saying like i'm so sick of being offered these parts in movies where it's like i'm the complainy girl and then she's like fucking rich come on and then she's like, oh my god i'm being the complainy girl or whatever yeah. it was so great i loved it what you about knew that was gold the second you shot it right oh uh, yeah we thought that was really funny at that moment would you come upon conversations like, for instance, with Patrice O'Neill or Artie Lang in real life where they would just be very matter-of-factly saying shit that infuriates me? Just like, yeah, just women aren't funny, though. They're really not. Well, I completely have always given comedians a pass almost on everything because <laughs> I feel like they're just saying things a lot of times to rile people or push a button. I mean, I like those kinds of people. Yeah. I like people who are willing to say stuff that's inappropriate or wrong and they're not scared. I guess, I don't know, I'm a little bit scared to like be confrontational, so I like it when, like Patrice, I always enjoyed, I mean, of course, sometimes it came, his, you know, um, attacks would come on me, and then it wasn't as fun, but when I was watching it with someone else, I always enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> when his, he was his, bulling other people, I thought it was Did his attacks fun. die down when after you married Rich? No, your... he would be actually <laughs> a little bit meaner, but he would be mean like... Like he would say things to Rich, like he'd be like, "What'd you do to her? She used to be pretty. What, what'd you do? Oh, Look at you, you've worn her out and stuff." Wow. So he'd always just like slam everyone at the same time. But um, I have a friend like that, Bob Schneider, who I give a pass to on anything, and he's a musician like me, and he will just say things completely seriously, and he'll be like, "Anya, any woman who is on stage is fucking crazy." <laughs> any woman there's there's a reason guys like me get on stage with a guitar pussy yes and i'm like no you like writing songs you've put out like 10 albums you're an incredible songwriter shut up you're just fucking no i'm telling you the reason i got into this was pussy it's true i don't continue for that reason necessarily but i'm deeply insecure and fucked up and that's why i continue doing it and any woman with a guitar on stage should not be there well, it, uh, it actually he's say he's giving it's you like the argument the that <laughs> that you're actually <laughs> you're more of a pure artist than he is because you're actually just doing it for the pure artistry. Well, of if it. he were sitting here, he would say, "No, Anya's deeply fucked up." Well, no, I do believe that too. <laughs> I've only talked to you a couple of times, but uh, I get that. <laughs> no, but uh, well, I do think anyone who's who who enjoys the spotlight has. Can I get more light on me? A few messed up qualities, <laughs> yeah. you know? And yeah. it does seem like, especially for stand-up, because it's not a nurtured thing. Like in men, it's more nurtured, like that you would, you know, 
oh, you're being funny and that's great and you're getting, you know, it, you, you have more friends in high school because of it and you get... Yeah, it's unfeminine. Know. Like the way we think about like being a lady or, or whatever, it's not, it, it doesn't work with that at all. Well, it's well, just not as celebrated in a woman, right? It's yeah, not as celebrated. celebrated. So right, to right, be right. a comedian right. as a woman, it's like you're you're definitely... Maybe you are fucked up or crazy or weird because you're going against what society says is a normal behavior, much more so than what men do. All right, but who wants to hang out with a boring Thank woman? Thank you. You know All what right. I'm saying? I get you. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, Sam's really superficial, f- but would you? <laughs> it's true, but it's great to see so many celebrated finally. Yeah. Now, well, because that, but then that's also society changing its views of women, so more women are going into it because it's not as crazy to a do thing it. to do. Right. It's like. I mean, I don't want to say I'm Amelia Earhart or anything, but uh, come on. <laughs> is your daughter really funny? She's really she's hilarious. funny. She is hilarious. She really is funny. She's How old just, is she now? Because in the movie, she's like, seven what? seven or eight or something. Was it the Alan Havey thing you were telling me about? Or, or who, oh, no. Who's the guy who... Oh, it was... Um, oh, God. What was his name? The guy? In, in Amsterdam. No, which, a guy who was like, rich. Mwah, mwah, oh, yeah, mwah, yeah. That. Who so, was that? I what is his fucking name? So, um, oh, please come up with this I'm try- name. I'm gonna try to think. You tell the story. Um, Tom? He's an international yeah. comedian. Oh, Tom Rhodes. Tom Rhodes. Oh, and I love Tom. He. So I always get the feeling that he doesn't like me. So when we were in Amsterdam, I said to, and our daughter was with us. She came with us to Amsterdam. We're at this comedy festival, <clears> and I said to Rich, "Can you?" see if he doesn't like because I get the feeling he doesn't like me and Rich is like he likes everybody he's a nice guy and I was like just watch (laughs) us interact a little bit so I want to see if I'm crazy or not so you forget that like there's a little person listening to everything that's going on you don't you know and so that night I talked to uh, Tom Rhodes and whatever rich was like i don't know whatever and then rich went to do another set and i went back to the hotel and i took reina with me and she i was exhausted but she was like still like ready to roll so she's like i'm gonna do a play for you at the end of the bed i was like okay so she goes hi i'm tom rose well she got his name wrong but (laughs) she goes hi rich oh my god you're so handsome i love you you're amazing hi bonnie Uh, hi rich you're fantastic is that really what was going on i mean it was like she picked it it was funny because she made it so like gay (laughs) oh you know what else you were saying that killed me the other day was about how your daughter loves the pedophile character on family guy (laughs) i was asking her like what the name of the creepy guy was she kept going what I didn't want to say pedophile. I was like, the creepy guy, what's his name? And she goes, I think his name is Herbert. I don't Hibbert know. Hibbert or something. Know. I can't yeah, remember what Hibbert. she said. She goes, he's nice. <laughs> <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't see the what we see. That was my favorite part of the movie was that there were so many parts where you and Rich are like, not really aware of her. Or like, she's there, yeah, but yeah. it's not like, you guys aren't like helicopter parenting. Yeah. You know, you're like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, she's here. Get yourself some cool. tea. Yeah. We, we were talking about comedy over here. No. I like that because I don't know. Maybe it's that I, I have this fear that if I have children, I'll completely lose myself. But I like seeing people that are still very much self-actualized in themselves and funny, and and their parents too. Well, the one this is good. I've never said this out loud before, not even to my husband. But what there is a weird thing that happens when you have a kid is that you see yourself in the kid so 
she'll be doing stuff or have expressions that are my expressions because we're together all the time. And then it makes me like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, cool. It, like, I get, like, I'm like, oh, I'm not such an asshole. That's kind of cute. <laughs> well, that's it's really like a mirror. Yeah. Oh, that's really neat. It's starting to happen I, sometimes with my mom. As my mom is aging, now I'm looking at her and I'll see certain things that I recognize, like, oh, I, I inherited that from her. Oh, right. And, and and in some weird way, I find more, like, love and compassion for my mom and maybe even myself. I don't know what it is exactly, but, like, what, the older I get, the more I'm catching myself sounding like my mom or, like, having little mannerisms like her. I wonder if your daughter will end up in comedy. I Well, I'm worried that she, like, I've said this before, but that... Um, she can't go too much higher. Like she's honestly a very good joke writer. She really wow. like sometimes I'll be like, "What's uh, well, the other day?" I go, "Raina, what's the most offensive thing you can think of?" I was trying to write a joke. I go, "What's the most offensive thing?" She goes, "Punching a baby back into the womb." <laughs> I was wow. like, oh my god, she's seven. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that is so funny. So she she was like, right. Yes. It's <laughs> <was> like. <laughs> Thanks. She's like a prodigy. Thank you. That's amazing. But that's that what I think is gonna like. She's peaked at seven. Like, that's a great study to the, like. You see, like all these like pro athletes have a lot of amazing pro athlete sons, you know. And it might be like the way you raise a kid is just to be funny around them all the time. That well, it's, funny. she knows that's what we like. We do, you know. She's funny. We laugh. It's uh, you know. Yeah. We, we watch funny shows. She, whenever we're watching something on TV and we laugh, she says, "What? What's so funny?" We explain it to her. Oh, yeah, cool. you know. So, do you think it's like you inherit that talent that you and Rich have, or do you think it's just because funniness is so celebrated in your house that that's why she would become? Funny? I think it's a second, don't you think? Yeah, I think so too. It's that. I mean, if you look at other kids a lot, their their parents don't really. Um, there's not a lot of joking going on yeah. or anything. Yeah. And if the kids are joking, they're like irritated by yeah. it, you know. Well, my my sister's really funny. She's not a comedian, but she does like characters like she's like performs con- like she's very very funny. And my nephew is very funny. And I and I always wondered that if it was just because it's like celebrated it's celebrated in our house that if you're right and it's probably rewarded in him so no it's the exact opposite for me it was like i I was like a blended family where like my my stepbrother and stepsister were like very quiet and i was just constantly on trying to get them to like me and they didn't laugh at shit I would just be bombing every night. So That's how I so, felt. So it, was, it was like a need for me. It was like a need to. It was like a need to Please notice me. <laughs> no, yeah, that's same with me. Notice me. That was what it was. Did you come from a big family? I have um, three older sisters. Oh, are you the funniest? Um, I would say so. <laughs> my sisters. My family's very literal, so a lot of the time they don't get my kind of comedy. Ah, they're like, like can you explain that to me? Well, because a lot of my comedy is the exact opposite of what you should really think or say. Right. So they, I think they might think I'm actually oh, like a, Seriously a racist, horrible, <laughs> <laughs> pedophile. Yeah. Like I have I to know. ask you this question because it's come up on the podcast a couple of times. We've had some women on and they've, especially younger women will say, like, here's the point of view. I don't think that there's any inequality necessarily happening. I just think you should be funnier, and then more women will get more spots in life. Or oh, who says that? I can't name names. Oh, like dudes are saying that? Girls. Oh, girls say that? Yeah, like, I don't think that there's such a, like, 
that feminism. I don't want to like. Is in comedy I'm or par- in life? I'm para- you- Okay, on this Sabrina, when Sabrina and, and Lisa were here, they were talking about feminism. And anyway, we didn't really hone in on exactly their point, but it was getting to this sense of like, yes, there's some inequality with women, but you know what? Just it's like David Tell's joke: be funnier. Well, I I do agree to some. I mean, the one thing about comedians is that they're not often victims, so they they probably it's probably hard to find a comedian that's gonna be all like whiny about it. Is that true? Yeah. Now they just said it. It didn't. Uh, sound I don't know. True. I think, yeah, a lot, yeah, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of whiners. I think. <laughs> not. I'm not. I, I've never heard. I've never heard a female comic complain to me that oh it's so hard because I'm a woman. But I've heard comics me bitch about everything else. Right. But what about mostly hotels? Like yes, what about, yes, like, I think what was cool in women are funny. Stuff. What's what's funny in or what's what was like fuck like kind of mind blowing in your movie was when you went on the street and interviewed women and said like do you think women are funny and a lot of women were like no not really right. well this is the thing that I will say about people saying just be funnier is that a lot of times that's not even in your control. It's a two-way street. There's an audience there also. So let's say, I'll just use as an example, Bill Burr mm-hmm. gets on stage and the audience um, might accept him as a comedian more so, just at the beginning, even just a fraction of, of a little bit more, um, then he can get away with doing something weird at the beginning or they're gonna go with him just, even if it's just a little bit more, it's such a hard thing to start when you start doing your set that that might just be enough to be like bah. because then he's, he's gonna g- then he's gonna do much better in his set now if a girl goes on stage they might be just a tiny bit more wary that she's not going to be great like they might just right. be like a little tiny bit oh i'm not sure i'm gonna like this and that might just be enough to make it harder for her to get started than to do the rest of her set to have the confidence to whatever so for some especially for a dude, a straight dude, a white guy to go and say like, just be funnier. It's like other kinds of people have more baggage than you. So it's not exactly true. And I could see also men, dudes have issues. And if a girl goes on and I could see certain guys in the crowd might not want her to be funny. Right. Well, I and, and certain women might not want her exactly. to be funny yeah. too. But I think like that's why women are dirty a lot of times right off the top is because they want to assure everyone like, "Hey, I'm not some I'm not going to be talking about feminism and mm-hmm. you know, like I'm not going to just be doing some mommy stuff here. You yeah. know, I can hang with you guys. I'm going to be as funny as the last dude who was talking about cocksucking or whatever." Uh-huh. Like, so then you're <laughs> you're trying to fit yeah. into yeah. like a male Trying to make sure that everybody knows, like, I'm a good time. Don't worry about it. So, and, you know, people always say, like, why are girls so dirty right now? It's like, well, because I think that you kind of have to be a little. It's really hard, I think, to be. It's just hard to be clean clean, It's hard to be clean in general. And I think for a girl, I think it's really hard. Like, it's it's hard. It's much easier to get that first laugh out of the way Mm -hmm. if you're dirty or rude or whatever yeah it's like it's like it's like you're all just trying to survive mics when you're starting out so it's like well how am i going to get someone's attention and for me it was like to say something outrageous yes right it's the same thing on the road a late show how do you how do you start you just trying to survive those shows right well i mean like the guy learned how to do crowd work which helped me so much on the road Oh my God, you're so funny at that. I just saw you here at, at Stand Up New York downstairs a couple weeks ago. 
I was having a very sad night, and I was Aww. like, I need to go out and laugh. And uh, you were doing a show, and there was some obnoxious woman, and uh, and she just kept yelling out during your set. It was that older woman that was like, I'm a model, but she obviously oh, right. wasn't a model. <laughs> I remember her and because was giving, I was mean of it. <laughs> she was so annoying, though, and you just handled her so well and patiently and like... At a certain point, you're like, I will eviscerate you if you say one more thing. Someone like, told me about that. I don't think it was I, you. I think someone else. Oh, really? Was it, you? it might have been me. Because uh, I, I was like flying high still. I was like, oh my God, it was so amazing. Isn't <laughs> that like when you're having you. a bad day? Like people, someone's being rude to you. You had a bad day. And then you watch a comic just eviscerate a heckler. And you kind of just, that's why people love it those heckler. But yeah, you're just like, you're like, you live vicariously through them for that moment. You're like, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, I love watching Phil do it. You had one, I forget, it was somebody from. Fuck, like like Cincinnati or something once and like kept yelling out during your set and at one point he was just like easy Cincinnati or something <laughs> I forget what it was I do feel like my favorite one you did like in a late night set where you brought that girl on stage oh, in a late night set yeah. and, and she kept trying to make a joke and you're like yeah I got this <laughs> <laughs> you said it in such a shitty way it was so funny but that's the best like that's the best but you have to like yeah you know um uh, um Jessica Curson, who will never date you. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> this person. No, she she taught me something about talking to audience once when I was watching her because she would always sort of be complimenting the person right before she turned it around <laughs> into like yeah. I was like that it works so well <laughs> to just you yeah. did do that. lull yeah. them into this sort of safe zone. <laughs> yeah, then. I remember that. I remember like I get tense when I watch a heckler, heckle a comedian, you know, being in the audience and having several hundred comedy shows under my belt just as a spectator and a fan. And um, so I remember watching this woman talk to you that way and I was just like, oh God, please let this just happen, go quickly. And you just like took it slowly and just, you were like nice to her and Well, cautious. because she said, I said, what do you do for me? She said she was a model and I knew I could have, said something mean yeah. right then but I, I was like oh like it's too easy but then the rest of the audience was laughing anyway so I didn't have to say it but then later someone else said I said what do you do for a living they go you won't believe me I go I believed she was a model yeah, that oh that's great oh that's that so but I did feel like, bad yeah. after I said Being that. nicer almost comes off as mean or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was talking to some crowd and they kept telling me about their wedding uh, like how they met and I was like and I was like thinking of all these mean things I could say, but they the wedding was like Avengers themed. And I was thinking about all these digs and I was just like, I'm glad you two found each other. And that, <laughs> yes, and yes, that was like a yes, bigger laugh than yes, anything mean yes. I could have yeah. said, you know? Well, because I think sometimes the audience can laugh more at that passive aggressive yeah. thing than just, you know, you just go straight to go the mean. mean. Yeah. They They're, think you're going to go mean and you don't. I think yeah, that's almost yes, funny too. Yes. Yeah. Phil and I have like 8,000 questions for you. We want to like rapid fire ask Okay, you, go ahead. Well, I have, I guess, sort of piggybacking on the last thing that we talked about. Um, I never knew until I saw your movie that women who are dirty get put on late. And then I was talking to Nikki about this because she always gets the late show. And I was like, why is Nikki's that? Nikki's not dirty. I, Nikki not dirty. <laughs> I did not really get. use all your words, Bonnie. <laughs> no, Nikki, like she's always like, I'm on at midnight. I'm on at one. I'm like, she's yeah. late. And uh, 
it was after watching your movie that it occurred to me is it because people don't like seeing women be dirty early like like there's this patriarchal idea of like no women should be I think it's just I think, I think that's both I mean I, yeah, I get I put on late a lot too yeah. Big J Ogerson's always in the late shows I think I think if you're like a because considered... he's real nasty though Nikki's not even that well nasty, but it might be she? though that she gets put on later just because she can do it you know what I mean like sometimes you get put uh, on the the schedule depend like oh somebody has to follow David but Tell she's or whatever always, you know what I mean and if you're good you always I'm on the late I'm usually late too. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you have any idea why? Nick says Cause it's because she's too it. dirty. I don't complain about it, probably. Yeah, right. I don't know. I don't, I don't think, like, Colin Quinn's going to do the late show, so, who, you know, get get young people who are willing, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think... I don't, But I think they late... I mean, also, maybe people are more drunk later in the night and they think they'll enjoy dirty I don't know yeah I got from your film that it was not it was just not okay for girls to be dirty and like Chelsea Peretti saying like oh I talk about my period ooh so that's like a crazy thing or how that was funny there's this whole and she's like if guys got their period they would be talking about it constantly of course I'm gonna talk about it I'm like I bleed once a month out of my body like why is that so frowned upon for us to talk about it because you know it's do you use everybody the cup? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. They don't know That's what we're all we about. use in our house. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> There's a, I don't, I don't think it. anyone. Look at they're um, scared. Um, I guess that wasn't. It's really just a... environmentally, it's better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think I've seen cup. those. I think I've seen those. I can't imagine it. I really don't I even can't... know how it would work. What if it tilted and fell? I guess you could go into like watercolor painting after that. <laughs> just get really creative. There's really Who wants a, a shot? <laughs> this is some late show humor, guys. Yeah, Sorry. Guys. Sorry. <laughs> Did you always know you wanted to have a kid? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Always. And uh, not with Rich. <laughs> but it was getting late. Uh, <laughs> Phil just spit all over me. That was a good I'm one. Sorry. Um how did Rich Pardon propose? Me. No, I never thought like I never thought I just you They're know, I'm I'm honestly not that ambitious. I mean, if it wasn't for Rich, I don't even know if I would still be doing stand up. Like he does force me. He doesn't ever want me to not even when I was pregnant, I wasn't going to do stand-up anymore. I was like, well, it's my time to really nest. And Yeah. What kind of like, stuff did he say? Get the fuck out there. <laughs> what, are yeah? you, what are you, crazy? What are you, gonna, you're a comedian. He always says that to me. He goes, you're a comedian. That's what you do. Aww, then I, I have to that. do it. But I was. I thought being pregnant and on stage like at clubs would be weird. Why? I saw Lori um, Kilmartin doing that. Well, the, the what happened, though, was... I just thought it was cool. Yeah, she's still working it. You, know? you yeah. got that fetish, though. Yeah, bro. Yeah, you're into it. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, because I was always sort of just like a joke-by-joke joke comic before that, like, and I wasn't that accessible. Like, you know, especially when I went on the road, I it was harder for me to do stand-up. But then when I got pregnant, it was like suddenly I was like relatable. It was like the same. You're Everyone like, I guess we got to talk about this. Hey, come on. <laughs> uh, let's address it. <laughs> um, and then um, it made comedy really so much easier in a lot of ways. Like I, so did it I did forever? really enjoy it when I was pregnant. And then you, did you did that joy continue? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So because I I remember thinking too like well also you get oxytocin going through you I think that's the drug, um, which it's like that's the it's whole- like a it's it, it, so you don't have anxiety and I think that. Mm. The reason you have it is so you're not freaking out all the time, like, I'm going to have a baby. Yeah. So you have this very calming sort of demeanor when you're pregnant. So even when I went on stage, I wouldn't have that, like, anxiety anymore. So you probably were killing it. 
I was doing really well. Also, oh, no. also yeah. you're like... In, I want in, oxytocin now. Like yeah, over get the some counter. oxytocin. I wasted six months of my life with the last person I was involved with romantically because the oxytocin was clouding yeah, my judgment. See? It's the same... It's a serious drug, dude. We got, we got to spread we, some oxytocin for me and Phil. Makes yeah. you... Ugh. But I'm, I'm surprised it lasted that long. Ugh, so long. It was a very long withdrawal. Can't, did, is uh, that what ecstasy does? Or does that just um, stimulate your your... <laughs> What is it? it starts with the Well, mass. you could always become Serotonin. a wet nurse because that's does that mean that I also nurse produces people? oxytocin? Oh, yeah. when the child nurses your breast. That's why some women this have five year olds. They oh, don't want to ever nursing? give it up because they're addicted to. I the remember oxytocin. my friend told me that she's like, it's so intimate. It is the most intimate thing. It's a weird thing. Like when you're doing it, you think it's normal. Sam and Phil are yes, very quiet. It just got. But so I'm telling quiet. you, when you when you wean your kid, and you stop like breastfeeding. Yeah. You're like, oh my god, what the fuck did I do? Also, it's what's weird. A, what's a, what's a? It puts everything in perspective. What's a twenty five dollars spot? You're carrying a baby. Like, why are you nervous about like with these people? Like, you you know what I mean? It's like such a bigger thing. Yeah. I Wait, wasn't what? doing twenty five dollars spot. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was a little farther along. Wait, you were, you were you were thinking, wait, what am I do what was I doing? Meaning like I can't Why was I, I nervous? Why did I care? I oh, guess, you know. About about being pregnant doing on stand up and then he's saying like, Yeah, like you've got a baby in you. Yeah. You're gonna be a mom. It's important. Yeah. Well, I guess I should get pregnant. You should. Phil. No, but you said you always wanted some, to, let's right? Let's make a super baby. You always you know? wanted to be a mom. I always wanted to be a mom. <laughs> okay, yeah. there was no ambivalence. None. And you always wanted to be married. Didn't care That so wasn't much. that much of a big deal. How did, how did, when you met Rich, did you know, how soon did you know? I'm when he got spend. the, uh, he started writing on the Oscars and I knew the Oscar gift bag was coming. <laughs> and that's when I knew. Come on! <laughs> How did you know? Did you know? Rich and I, yes, we um, we got along really well right away. Um, our dynamic worked from the get go. Was it I the love same this. then, or was he like was he was it the same? Were you interacting like more like friends at first? Well, like, oh yeah. How did you go from that to sex? First, no, night. we started off with sex, and okay, then we it. asked, "What's your name again?" <laughs> and then. Uh, <laughs> No, we did do we did it we did do it kind of backwards. We did sex and then I mean as we still do. No. <laughs> no, we uh <laughs> Um So it wasn't were you at all scared like oh this is just going to be a one night thing? No, because I I mean sexually I didn't really I wasn't I, I wasn't hung up about stuff okay. like that. I didn't have a boyfriend at the time. I was seeing a couple of other people like Would you I lived in Los Angeles, he lived in New York. It wasn't like this how did you, how oh, did you, you guys met on that show, right? What's uh, Last Comic Standing? But we we were actually having sex before Last Comic Standing. But That's really, right. it was during the show that I really started to like him. Because what happened... Okay, so I met him in New York. He was the one who convinced me to do the show, which I didn't want to do the show. I was like, I'm not the right kind of comedian for that show. I shouldn't do that show. But um, anyway, so... Sometimes he would show up in LA and we would hang out or I'd be in New York and we'd hang out. And then when I did the show, um, he was a judge one night at the semifinals or something. And he called me that day and he said, you know, after the, when people come on stage, we can, the, the judges can invite people back on stage to, to ask them questions. He said, so I'm going to invite you back on stage. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay. But I was like really nervous. There was a lot going on. You know, they're filming all the time. 
And so I wasn't paying much attention. And he said, so here's what's going to happen. When you come back on stage, I'm going to say, if you um, don't make it into the house, would you like to come live at my house? (laughs) And you say... I'd rather be homeless. Oh, and I was funny. like, okay, okay, fine. But then I hung up and then I forgot all about it. And then when I went back, I still, I didn't remember until he goes, would you like to come live at my house? And, I, and then I was like, oh, I have a line. <laughs> and then I remembered the line and I said it and it got a huge thing. And then it was in the paper. Like, That's great. it was like, I was like, said some great thing, but I really didn't write and wasn't it. That clip, he wrote it for me. He was looking out for me. That clip in the movie, right? Yeah, and that clip is yeah, in the movie. Yeah, that was really sweet. Okay, so... Do you would you ever have any advice one way or another if a woman said like should I sleep with a guy on the first date will that ruin my chances of Do you want to take this Sam? Of, <laughs> like a real relationship. No. I mean I think you should do whatever you want to do. I don't have any I don't have like a weird rules. Sexual hang up or yeah, like I never made myself think about I didn't cheat on boyfriends if we were in a relationship or anything, but like I don't I didn't. I didn't get that thing where it's like you know some women have a thing where if they sleep with someone they are bonded to them and right. they get really in love with them. Like I never had that really. God, I'm so jealous. So I just um, I've always been sort of free sexually. But you knew Rich was the one. But yeah, I mean because after that weekend friendship. that we spent the weekend in New York after he was the judge on that show, I was pretty sure we were pretty into it. That's at great. That point, and you were just sort of been casually dating for a while. A little yeah. while. Yeah. So That's always a weird moment when something dawns on you, when you've been with someone, and then it dawns on you like a little bit down the road, like, oh, shit, this is like an amazing thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You, yeah. you and me, right? That's what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very similar to our friendship. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Look at how Sam's gazing yeah. at Phil. <laughs> I like Cop, it. Bro. When I first moved to New York, Sam lived across the street from me. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I kind of so ha- made it happen that way. At yeah. what point did you know each other uh, as comedians first or neighbors we, first? I no, remember when I met we you. Met I met you at show. Arlo and Esme. Yeah, we met and uh, at and a I was show. like, I was like, this guy's fucking hot. And then, oh my god! <laughs> it turns out that we lived. We didn't know we were neighbors. Oh. And then uh, I was trying to keep it down, but yeah. And then Sam, <laughs> Sam found out. <laughs> yeah, we did some awful show, and you're like, oh, I'm doing this gig. You were like stressing about it. I was like, I was like, this guy's a pro. <laughs> yeah, we, we got we got coffee like every day yeah yeah that. we go yeah, in the morning we go every morning get coffee aww yeah. Do you, do you but, but ha- see having comedy friends is the best it's the best it's the best yeah yeah, yeah and, be, and I can't imagine how great it must be being married to one too yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> by the way on that note uh, you should if you have serious listen to Bonnie and Rich on the podcast that Rich hosts right and you're always on or is it both of your podcasts it's both of us wow. but it's called wow. My Wife Hates Me that's but, right yeah. My Wife Hates Me I can't wait to hear how do I hear that I guess I just need to download you can go series. well the, we do a podcast out of our house which is just the Bickersons it's just us uh. yakking about nothing and um, that's on uh uh, iTunes or Riotcast, and then we also have a show the same name. It's a radio show every Tuesday night live on Sirius XM one hundred and three. Wow! And you Does, can call in. And did they ever? Uh, what if you had a really great show at home, and you wanted to re-air it on Sirius? Well, they do. I think re-air our mm. our podcasts on Saturdays. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I want people to go see your movie if you haven't yet. Yes. Uh, download it on or stream it on Netflix or wherever you iTunes or it's called Amazon. Women aren't funny. 
Bonnie McFarlane. And do you have dates you want to plug, Bonnie? Yes, she does. Um, I oh, guess do you have them. Do you have them there. Yeah, you? you're gonna oh, be. Cool. At, you're gonna be at the stand and New York Comedy Club on the 18th of yeah. this month. So uh, go see Bonnie there. Gosh, I hate, this went by too fast. It was so fun having you. It was so great, guys. I could Thank really use a lot of relationship advice from you. I know that. <laughs> see, Nick, living with Nikki, I have a whole list of rules. It's like you never, ever sleep with them right away. You. N- but why not? Like who's? Because then they're never going to pursue you. Then they're never. It's just it's never going to work. Never. They're I don't not know. gonna respect If I really you. like a girl, I'm gonna keep coming back for more, you know? Wow, that's beautiful. I think. Oh my god, you're such a romantic. <laughs> I'll keep banging her. You know? yeah, sure. I don't if it's wanna, wet and tight. You know I, what I mean? I just text her bang I don't part miss, two. I don't, want, I don't wanna misquote Nikki. I'm not saying that she says this for everything. I'm, she would probably say most of the time it's true. That a guy likes to pursue, and if you kind of give it up too soon, then forget it. But, but you can still, like, look, you can have sex with someone and enjoy it and be into it. That doesn't mean he can stop, he's, that you, you're going to just be, like, you know, camping at his house every night. You, you, he could still pursue you. That doesn't mean, yeah. like, you're suddenly, like, now you may do with me what you like. <laughs> right. You're still your own person. Right. Yep. I agree. All my relationships have always started that way, so they haven't, you know. I like the idea of camping at someone's house. I don't know why <laughs> I, I said know. that. <laughs> I know. I know. It's I meant camping wearing. out but oh, yeah. at their like oh, outside their body. house, but then it came out. Wrong. <laughs> I know what you mean. Phil and I have been camping together for a while now. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Phil Hanley will be at. Uh, gosh, look at all these dates. Oh, he's so fucking full of himself. The Moon Tower Festival in Austin, Texas, April 23rd through 25th. Phil Hanley and Friends with a PH at Caroline's in New York City, May 14th. Would you possibly do that, Bonnie? What, what day is it? May 14th. Yeah. Bonnie McFarland might Phil. be there. Thanks, Phil. You know, there's other comedians here, too. It's a bro- June yeah. 9th through 13th. Don't miss <laughs> Phil Hanley at Acme in Minneapolis. Yes. And you can check out his website or Twitter. For more, Phil M. Hanley on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, Phil? Uh, Phil M. Hanley on Instagram. <laughs> All right. Sam, do you have any dates? This guy's the worst. Oh, I have them here. All right. Sam Morrill. Uh, you can follow him at Sam, M-O-R-R-I-L, at Twitter and Instagram. You're going to be at McGoobies, May 21st through 23rd. Doing pretty well. May 28th through May 31st. Where are you going to be there? What? Oh, Stand Up Scottsdale. And then I'm doing my first CD at uh, at uh, Village Underground, June 2nd, two All shows. Right. Yeah. So if you're in New York City, do Can that. Can you sing? Fuck you, dude. Mm-mm. Fuck you. Man. You know, I'm trying to be vulnerable out here, and you just attack me. It's crazy. If you are in New York City, I will be singing with my good friend Alex Cuba, with whom I wrote a song and have a couple songs on, or a song Cuba, on his record. It? <laughs> it's Cuba. And um, <laughs> that's at Sub Rosa, <laughs> April 16th through 18th. And you can get my albums on iTunes, Amazon, or Bandcamp. Thanks for coming in, Bonnie. Thank you. This was so Thank fun. You, Bonnie. Want to come in some sometime with Rich someday, or is that yes. are you too too big for this? I hate when people say that. Are you too big for for us? Uh, anytime you want, please come back. Thank you. It was such a joy to have you. And you too, Sam. And you too, Phil. Thank you, and Thanks for reading all that stuff. Thanks, guys. And uh, watch us on Daily Motion. And thanks, Stand Up New York Labs, for having us. This is We Know Nothing, and we love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>